This episode is brought to you by Lust Minerals. Save $20 using the code some would say for orders over 50. Hey, hey. Hope you're having a great day, night, evening, afternoon, morning. Whenever you're listening to this, it's currently a dreary day on the GC. Tis. So we're snuggled up recording a fabulous episode that is a little bit controversial, I reckon. It is and it isn't. And we're going to get into that in just a moment. But before we do, we will do our Go On Then, which is our weekly wrap up of Sunwoods. I feel like I'm always the one to talk about the Go On <laughs> yeah, Then. You are. You, <laughs> you say it. <laughs> I always do it. You do it. Okay. What is Go On Then? It's something that we've been listening to, something that challenged us and something that made us feel good. And I'm going to start it because Lara, you always start it. <laughs> I really do. So something that I've been listening to this week is I have a playlist. I'm not sure if I've spoken about this before. I've got a playlist and it's called Goosebumps and it's literally all the songs. You know when you're listening to a song and it just hits you in the feels and you're like, this is like electric, like mm. this song is so great. So I've got a playlist full of all of those tunes that just get you going. Like it's a real mixture of, I don't know, like Nicki Minaj and like Doja Cat, but then it also has like really old school songs in there too. Like I was not expecting Nicki Minaj in Goosebumps. I know, it doesn't It doesn't feel like, it, it's the type of songs that just get you pumped up and right. like keen to take on whatever. It's not like shivers Feeling up your spine because it's like emotional. Sad. Or no. Sad. Okay. Yeah. It's more like, gets you in the groove, gets you like, fuck yeah, I can take on the world. So I've been listening to that and it's just an absolute tuna sandwich. That's all I can say. (laughs) What about you, Laz? What have you been listening to? I've been listening to a song called Blue Taxi by Jeff the Fool. It's a bit of like a house track, bit of a Friday of cocktail by the beach vibes oh get me there and they've taken a line out of big yellow taxi by counting crows i think i played this to you in the car like a couple weeks ago but it's still that's how good it is i'm still listening to it it's just got that little don't it always seem to go Uh, but you don't know what you got to live but then it's like it's not in the kind of context you'd expect it to be so it's it's kind of more minor than major more moody and like jazzy yeah and yeah vibey vibey exactly absolute tune we'll chuck both well I'm going to put that song in our SWS collection. I'll put a couple of the Goosebump songs in there. Yep. If you don't know what that is, that's our playlist of tunes that we've curated for you um, based on all the songs we chat about on Go On Then. So you can find that in the description below. What challenged you, Meals? Um, well, we were telling Lara this morning, but Mitch took his car for a service uh, at the beginning of this week. And it turns out he needs a new engine, <laughs> which is just so great. Um, and he's like, so what does a new engine cost? And the guy was like, oh, you know, like 25K. Mitch is like, may as well buy a new car at this point. Like, what the hell? And he'll jump on Marketplace. Yeah, literally. His car's a year old. So there's all like heaps of stuff where it's like it should be under warranty. But then the uh, car dealership that we bought it through has like really strict T's and C's where if you miss a service – then your warranty's void pretty much. And there's just like Mm. heaps of like consumer loopholes that now we're trying to have to jump through so we don't have to pay 
um, pretty much a house deposit to get a new engine. That is obscene. Yeah, it's wild. So Mitch might be on a moped. (laughs) (laughs) You see him cruising around the Gold Coast. What about you, Laz? Um, My challenge for this week has been, okay, I've been trying to come up with a new name for my music. Like my alias for a while has been Lars Knight and technically still is on Spotify, but I've kind of, I'm not really sure if I want to maintain it. I'm, I haven't completely decided yet, but yeah, I've just been trying to come up with something that reflects the new me. I feel like that's an older version of myself and something I wouldn't choose to call myself now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to be something that suits electronic music. So it can't just be anything. Like I considered just my name, like Lara May. Um, I feel like that sounds folky. It's too pretty. It's like, it's like a f- yeah, it's like I'm Julia Stone or something. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't suit the, the genre. So it's funny. Um, Will and I went for a walk the other day um, down at Burley in the headland and we were kind of trying to get inspiration from everything we were looking at. We were like, what about ocean uh, sand or like <laughs> frog on the rock? <laughs> like literally all these things. And then we're driving down Gold, Gold Coast Highway and I like, I'm looking at like hotel names and I'm like, oh, got it. Blue Heron. Yep, that, that's it because that was the name of the, one of the hotels. And I'm like, but I'm going to remove the the E on the end of blue and just make it really cool. And then I'm going to flip it around as Heron Blue. And then we were convinced for two hours, like, yeah, Heron Blue is a sick name. And I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? Oh, because it's a painkiller. Oh. <laughs> it's oh a my literal painkiller. I didn't even think of that. Oh, well, yeah, it's a thing. And I'm sure maybe somewhere in your brain you'll be like, oh, it's f- It does sound familiar. Yeah, it sounds like something off an, ad, off an ad from like my, my childhood, like hair and blue or neurofin or something. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So or anyway. Penadol, Fort 50 or yeah. something, whatever it is. Yeah, so that, that's been my challenge. Coming up with a new name, it is so hard. So you're back to square one. I'm back to square one. And I've got this song I really want to put out that I've been like dying to put out for over a year. But you want to do the name I first. I want to do the name and just, yeah. So that's my what challenge. What about... Doof Rock. Oh. <laughs> That's a no. Oh what, no. what could we do? A chili mug. Oh. <laughs> what are things that you love? Um. Lo- citrus. I love citrus. <laughs> I didn't know I loved it that I, much. I looked at a lemon. This is citrus what I mean. ocean. It's nah, that's <laughs> too hippie. Yeah, too hippie. Anyway, if Anyways. anyone thinks of a name, DM me. <laughs> What's your feel good? Um, okay, so... Because of Mitch's car situation, I've been dropping him to work and he works like the other end of the Gold Coast. So it's a bit of a mesh, like takes 45 minutes to get there. So I've been dropping him him to work and then he'll get an Uber home. So it's not as expensive. On Wednesday, I was like, you know what? I feel like going through Zarafa's drive-thru and getting an oat milk latte. You know when you just like have those midday coffee moments Mm. and sometimes they hit and it's all wrong (laughs) and then other times you're like, fuck, this is great. Like Mm. I'm on fire. I could have two coffees every single day and feel so great. (laughs) And anyway, so I had the coffee, I was pumping the tunes, driving home and it was just like the best midday refresh and sometimes I forget the power of like resetting yourself, mm. like going out, doing something or just like removing yourself from work and then coming back. And you're so much more inspired, so much more productive. Yeah. It just felt great. I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to coffee. So I feel like I'm like, oh, like, please. Yeah. But it was actually so perfect. And it was drive through. So I didn't have to leave my car. So great. Oh, the dream. Such a dream. <laughs> what about you, Laz? 
Um, my feel good was I've been really into going to amateur comedy nights recently. When I say really into it, like I went to my second one <laughs> ever last night. <laughs> um, Brisbane's comedy scene is really coming up. Like, is it? Yeah, the amateur comedy scene's just I blowing, go. blowing up. A bunch of comedians out there. Oh. <laughs> we We're, should. You and I should sign up. up. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, but I. Yeah, like an acquaintance of mine, um, I saw he'd been posting a lot about going and like performing there um, and he's doing heaps of shows. So I was like, oh yeah, why not? So Ali, my housemate and I went um, and it was great. We ordered a pizza, had a couple beers, had some laughs. Um, and he said this really funny joke. I feel like I'm just talking about painkillers today for some reason. He walks into a chemist with a headache and they're like, why does Panadol Rapid and what and Panadol exists. Like, why don't we just have Panadol Rapid? He like walks into the chemist with a headache. Oh, mate, what have you got for a headache? Oh, I've got Panadol Rapid and I've got Panadol. Like, what's the difference? Oh, one of them cures you 30 minutes quicker. He's like, oh, okay. Looks at his watch. I think I've got time. Just give me the normal Panadol. <laughs> like, why the fuck does, does oh, it exist? All marketing. That's my perspective. But, but why would anyone want the Panadol if they can get the Panadol Rapid? Yeah, probably cheaper. Yeah, you know what it is, but yeah. by about 70 cents. Oh, there you it's go. Really 70, that 70 cents adds up. I reckon there'll be some people too that are like, the rapid is like so quick. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the rapid is like frying my brain cells because it's like <laughs> extra potent. potent. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just, I'm terrible at retelling jokes. So, <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was a good night and it made me feel good. And it reminded me that, you know, you need to get out, support local artists and, Laugh more because laughter is so important. I feel like that's very New York of you. That's something like someone in a big city would do. Like I just went to a comedy night. Like next thing you know, you'll be going to art gallery opens or something. (laughs) Brisbane is like pretty much New York. So (laughs) Many of you would assume that by talking about attraction, we, we mean one's physical appearance. And one may argue, how can any one person decide what's attractive and what isn't? Especially when we are all so many different shapes and sizes and have individual desires, tastes, all of that. So just to caveat this conversation before you all think we're shallow, superficial (laughs) bitches. bitches. (laughs) If we're talking about physical attraction only for just a moment, studies have shown that what majority of people deem physical attraction is just a more symmetrical face. So our brains are somewhat trained to seek out balance and order in faces. And I'm sure this is especially true for those who are really organized, you know, they Mm. like things neat and all put together, Um, more likely to appreciate those traits if you like that. But research also shows that people with more symmetrical faces don't just inverted commas look nice. They also tend to be healthier than asymmetrical people as far as good genes go. So that link between beauty and health is a huge one because in the animal kingdom, you know, the goal is to find the strongest, healthiest, maybe most fertile mate to reproduce, reproduce with, with, keep the population going. So that's like hardwired into animals of like, who's the strongest, who's of the pack, who's going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who's the healthiest, who's going to survive. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. Totally. So humans have that similar idea whether you know it or not our brains are looking for that and that is not to say that everyone that's not appreciate support the beauty industry no (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just caveating the conversation caveat our new favorite word um a bit of science with a bit of science just so that 
you know, because attraction, obviously a big one comes into physical appearance, but mm. that's not all we're here to talk about today. Yeah. Um, so that's why physical, that's why we have stereotypical set standards of what people think is hot. It's actually more about symmetry than it is about society and what we've created. Mm, so interesting. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that one in there. <laughs> and I feel like I did really well with that little nugget of science because usually I'm like, oh, science and crumble. I'm like, <laughs> but anyway. No, you did do very well. And I feel like when I thought when we were coming up with the, um, you know, idea of this topic, I instantly thought of attraction, not so much like in a looks way as you were saying, mm. but more so in like I guess a manifesting kind of way, mm. a, more about like your vibe attracts your tribe. You know the people that you meet and they might be the hottest person on earth. They're so friggin' symmetrical it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> but like the way they hold themselves, the way they talk, the way they communicate, how kind they are to people mm. is just not there and you're instantly turned off them. Oh, Like that is attraction like, to me. Like you see them from a distance and then you get closer, you have a chat and they open their mouth and suddenly they're just nasty there's no chemistry and you don't want to be around the person you're not yeah. attracted to the person and that's nothing to do with their looks it's yeah. all about like your vibe and the energy that you're giving off yeah 100%. so yeah I feel like a lot of what we're going to talk about today is very much around that sort of element yeah not yeah not physical so the first one is self-development and that covers so many topics that mm. covers looking after your health and your hygiene. You're being curious to better yourself, mm. um, putting, you know, your inside health first, which will automatically make the outside glow. Yeah. And I think a big one about this is being curious to, you know, research a little bit about like, why does my body react like this when this happens? Or what is this food that I'm eating actually doing? Or I don't know, just anything. Or like, what is spending five hours on TikTok actually doing to my brain? Yeah. Like that sort of development as well. I think something that shocks a lot of people is how much our skin actually absorbs and that it's our biggest organ. One of the best mineral makeup and skincare companies we found is Lust Minerals. It's Australian owned and made and with a foundation sold every minute, it's no surprise they've nailed the combo of long lasting yet lightweight coverage. Let's be honest, we've all tried some form of natural skincare that promises the world but does bugger all. Oh my God, it feels like you're smearing peanut butter all <laughs> over your face. <laughs> With Lust Minerals, we've found natural skincare with real results. Don't take our word for it. Head to their Instagram to see their incredible before and afters. Save yourself $20 by using the code some would say on all orders over 50. And people, you mentioned curious, like people who care about learning and want to educate themselves, not necessarily in a book smart way, like a you know, oh, he's studying medicine. Oh, he must be really smart. Mm. Like more in like, a, oh, they always have something interesting to talk about. They're curious about the world. They have something to add to this conversation. They have a new perspective for me that I might not have thought about. Mm. And those are the kind of people that develop you further. And I think if you have that self-development skill for your mental health and your physical health, then that is key, I reckon, mm. to start with. And I think a lot of people think of self-development as mindset, but I think it's like a nice term that we've used to group like all health together, mm. not just, yeah, because it is developing oneself yeah. in all aspects of the 
of the self realm. The second point we have is authenticity and kindness and that kindness being actually genuine. We were asking Lara's roommate about like, what do you find attractive to someone? And she said, when people are just genuinely kind, like when someone's nice to a wait staff, for example, you know, the type of people who you go out and they're so confrontational, you almost have to apologize for their behavior. Oh, and you're like embarrassed. Like I'm not here with that person. Yeah. And there's yeah. just absolutely no need yeah. like to be so confrontational and so, yeah, just not kind. Mm. I oh. think, sorry. <laughs> it just reminds me of being a child and I love my mum and she's one of the loveliest people, peop, one of the loveliest people in the world, but sometimes she's just a little bit too honest. We went through a Macca's drive through for like the first time in my life because our family were like so anti-Macca's. We went through the <laughs> drive through and the, the chick at the thing was like, next, you want this fries and your bloody fucking bleh, and like hands it to us. And like mum's like, oh, thank you. And she's like, just a small tip. Uh, next time you're serving a customer, it might be nice to just smile just a little bit, just to create that warm. And the person's just staring at her like, shut up. Like, I'm getting paid $11 up. an it's hour. Like the person's like looking at her like, I'm at uni, like I don't care. And I'm just sitting there like falling down the passenger seat like, oh my God, this is the worst. Sipping on your water because your mum wouldn't let you get literally or something. Oh, <laughs> sipping on my bloody salad from McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> or like oh berry berry yogurt cup. <laughs> yeah, the like fruit salad they give you and it's like one banana. Or like the apple pieces in like a plastic. The apple pieces. The apple pieces that come, that dude, they've got actual like sugar juice that they they soak it in it. We're getting really sidetracked here. But <laughs> then they put the apple pieces in a little plastic. I just can't. I'm just not. Yeah. Do you know the lettuce is soaked in sugar syrup? Yeah. That like, same thing. Like sugar syrup for the apples. That's, that's messed up. But anyway, the point of that whole thing was to say that you just don't need to speak to hospitality stuff like that. Kindness goes a long way. Like even just doing small little things for people. I feel like it's really been lost. You know, back in the day and it was like, not that this is an example of being kind, but you know, someone would hold a door for you, for instance, Mm. just like little things like that can go a long way in just being helpful. Or even someone drops something and you go and pick it up for them. Like I feel like after COVID it's like, don't touch anyone. Don't touch anyone's belongings. Like just stay away. Don't make eye contact. (laughs) Do not breathe. You know, (laughs) breathe in one meter vicinity of them. And I think, yeah, just it's cool to be kind. It is. And with that, it's awesome to see people who are just so authentically themselves. Number three, attraction on an energetic level. You know, when you think of people and you're like, oh, everything just comes so easy to them. Like they they either get, things just feel like they're attracted to them. Mm. I think with this, way, there's ways that you can literally like amp up your vibrations and like be the highest vibe you can be. Mm. And there's so many different ways. There's like gratitude, generosity, meditation, forgiveness, eating high vibe food. Like it all plays into a bigger role. And I guess it does depend what you believe and like where your faith is and that sort of stuff. But for me personally, I feel like when I am, when I'm living in alignment with those things, I do feel like things happen for me easier. And when you're open to saying yes, you're open to experiences, you attract um, more opportunities, I feel, mm, because... Yeah, exactly. Opportunities even. If you're closed off to things coming your way, like 
yeah, you've just got to remain open, bit of a yes man, go with the flow, don't be too strict and like you'll naturally attract people and things into your life. On that kind of chemistry-esque level, like you know when you interact with someone and you walk away being like, I'm the world's most awkward person, but then the next person you speak to, you walk away like, Fuck yeah, I am the boss of conversation. (laughs) The fourth point that we have is all around confidence. And a few things that we have here is not being babysat by your friends. We've talked about this in an episode before. There's nothing worse worse. than having to babysit someone because they can't strike up a conversation for themselves in a new environment. Mm. Stuff like body language, like, you know, if you're cowering away or even not so much on the level of like shyness, I think also if you're a bit snobby and like, I'm too good for you, I'm not going to talk to you, Mm. you instantly get that bitchy vibe and you don't want to speak to them. And I feel really sorry for people who are complete introverts because they give off that without meaning to sometimes. Mm. Like, you know, the resting bitch face or like they don't want to give you give out anything because they're worried you'll like start a conversation with them and then they'll be forced to speak to you. So they instantly kind of look a bit snobby or like yeah like don't talk not, to me a bit cold yes not engaging but um I think there is like I mean I'm very much an ambivert so I feel like I can go between the two of them that's a thing yeah ambivert yeah <laughs> I mean that's what I kind of imagine I identify with but I don't know what it is yeah I feel like you're more extroverted than introverted really do you like being around people do you find you get energy by being around people the right people and then yeah. other times I feel drained. Essentially an ambivert is that you can identify with both being an introverted person and also extroverted. Mine is very much based on like how I'm feeling in my time of the month. I find like I really go in my shell when I'm closer to getting my period. Mm. And then, you know, when the sun's shining and everything's grouse, Mm. I'm like ready to chat to anyone. But yeah, basically just be aware of your body language when you're out and about around people if you're trying to make an impression or you're around a different group that you might not usually hang out with you know things like be aware are you biting your nails is Mm. your are your feet kind of closed off and inward like have you got your arms crossed yeah arms crossed is a big thing self-awareness is kind of the big place of where confidence starts because it doesn't take a lot. You don't even have to say anything. Mm. You don't even have to say anything. Yes. You just open up your arms <laughs> yes. and just look like someone who's ready to strike up a conversation. And you, you'd be surprised to like, sometimes I have this, I have this habit of like looking people in the eyes. Like I don't stare at them, but I just make con- eye contact with a lot of people. And that has led to lots of conversations, good and bad in my life. Sometimes I'm like, Oh God, I wish I'd never looked at them. Like, <laughs> please walk away now. But it also means that, um, you know, do you ever look at people and you're waiting so long for them to notice that you're looking at them, but they don't? Like some people just have no self-awareness and other people will le- notice that you're looking at them straight away. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like those people are like me, the ones that notice you're looking at them straight away. I would know in a second if yeah, someone was same. staring at me, but there are people who are just so oblivious and I think they might not and this could be a huge generalisation, they might not make friends as easily because they're not out Mm. looking for opportunity. Yeah, true. Like why would I engage with someone who didn't look around the room or doesn't seem interested in what's... Doesn't seem interested in what's going on around them. Yeah, so true. Yeah. That's a good perspective. Anyway, looking around, being curious. Yeah. Um, Yeah, confidence is a huge one. And the last one is not taking life too seriously. Having a bit of a sense of humour... You know, not 
taking things personally. Yeah, I remember I used to be such an easy target in primary school for like kids to pick on me because I reacted so quickly and so easily to everything and I couldn't just take it as a joke. And like, to be fair, they were pretty mean. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, some hidden traumas yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just need to walk away for a second. I feel like when, when I think of someone who doesn't take life too seriously and maybe has like a sense of humour, they feel warm. They feel like I want to be around them and they it's just like fun to be around them and that's attractive. Yeah, and if plans change and and like things don't go the way you expected them to, they're not like, oh, like dwelling the world's on it, being over. super negative. Like I think positive people, Yeah, that's like kind of who these people are. Yeah, they're not dwelling on it. They, they make you feel like it's going to be okay. Just chillers. Yeah. Straight up chillers. Amen. Amen. Sister. So whether you are trying to make new friends, maybe you've moved to a new city, don't know anyone, finding it really hard to connect because everyone's on their phones mm. or like you're looking for a new relationship. Or you're trying to attract a new opportunity into your life. Try and give these things a go. Yeah. I feel like you'll be surprised how much of an effect they actually have. Listen again, write them down. And um, it can feel a bit prescript- prescriptive when someone tells you like tips sometimes, but I find that the way it becomes natural is just getting it in, ingrained in your head so heavily that it's just second nature. It's like back when I was in uni um, learning music, they always taught us because jazz, jazz music, which is what I studied, had a lot of improvisation in it. And to be able to be a good improviser, you had to learn the theory so well that you could forget it. Mm. And so it's so deeply ingrained in you. You've learned it so well and then you like take everything away and then you've just got nothing left but your natural instincts to go with. And it's the same thing with learning new skills and um, social skills and interpersonal skills. It's practice makes perfect. Absolutely. And yeah, know that everyone has their own flair and their own – you know, essence. So mm. maybe what we've said doesn't doesn't gel with you and that's totally fine. That's yep. like the beauty of life. But if you loved this episode, make sure you share it with a friend or someone who you think would be interested in um, hearing all about ways to be more attractive. Definitely share it with your introverted friends, but even your extroverted friends, because maybe they haven't thought about some of these approaches as well. Yeah, for sure. And we will speak to you guys next week. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.